Hi guys, welcome back to uh, Have You Heard, the podcast about everything social. You'll notice that we are in our brand new podcasting studio in our new office, um, and I'm joined today by the lovely Lewis Sherfield. Hello. <laughs> Do you want to give yourself a bit of an intro? Yes, I'm Lewis, Senior Paid Media Manager um, at the Social Shepherd, and um, our resident GA4 not quite expert. Pretty much expert. The guy that's been looking at GA4 the most, us, probably within the agency. <laughs> getting as close to expert as possible. Um, yeah. Cool. So, as Lewis said, I think, you know, you guys have probably realised what the topic of conversation is for today. It is about GA4. It's a very hot topic at the moment. We've now ticked past the period where Universal Analytics was supposed to be sunsetted. Yeah. Um, but hasn't. Yeah. It's still running. Still processing um, We don't data. know when it's going to stop processing data. <laughs> Google said the 1st of July, it's still processing data. So. Yep. And everyone on LinkedIn has been guessing when it's going to stop processing data. Yeah. So, I mean, from what we've seen, heard, the rumors are looking to be probably over the next 10 days, I would have thought. Yep. I suppose it's kind of Google to give us an extra buffer room for those that still hadn't got it organized. Yeah. I think it's um it's good of them because they realize that not everyone is very organized. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I do wonder whether they'll keep it running further though, just because I mean obviously they can see on their side of things who's switched over and who hasn't, whether they've still got probably quite a large quantity of people that are still yeah. using UA. It would be interesting to see the stats of how many people who have actually switched over. Yeah. But I think um, you know, it's a new tool, it's a completely new way of looking at data. We I don't think we've had kind of this much of an upset, I guess, in terms of like the way that we look at data for quite a long time now. Yeah. We are kind of moving into a new age really where, um, yeah, we just need to kind of look at the way that we're processing data and the way that we're reading and analyzing it and understanding what it means in a slightly different way. So I guess that kicks us off to our first topic of conversation about GA4, um, which is, you know, what are the main differences really between UA and GA4? I think attribution is probably the best area to start talking about first. Yeah, I think if we start with attribution, I mean, obviously, Universal Analytics was very last click attribution. Um, there were tools available to compare attribution models, but it was primarily last click. So all of the data you're looking at was sort of pretty much attributed to the last thing that someone did where where they came from what campaign whatever that might be um whereas j4 is um data driven attribution which is much better um and it's something we've seen in ad platforms for a long time um but essentially it just means you know weighing all of those user touch points um and their whole sort of purchase journey if it's e-commerce or their whole whatever journey on your website um and and weighing <coughs> each step of um of their journey to actually realize the outcome of that as opposed to just saying well this was the last place you were so this is a hundred percent of the but i think the complete change in attribution is is funny because i mean in our industry attribution is always a fun topic of conversation no matter what who you're working with really um but what's actually quite interesting is even looking into ga4 and actually we're seeing less conversions being attributed towards google ads than they were before yeah because there's obviously other touch points and Google ads was, you know, or, you know, direct organic traffic was claiming quite a large proportion of those conversions because they typically would be that last step in the user journey. But they, there's obviously other steps prior to that yeah. interaction where 
you know, Google actually potentially have deemed it more valuable, um, which is which is really interesting because we're now seeing, you know, Google Ads, which was typically the best performing ad platform, um, you know, in terms of direct revenue generation, is now losing revenue yeah. because it's being attributed <laughs> elsewhere, which if you're a Google Ads, uh, <laughs> you know, account manager, uh, not so good, um, but actually... Can, you know, considering the way that we work and manage ad accounts within the agency, you know, we're omni-channel, we look at, you know, managing campaigns across paid social and Google, yeah. um, and also obviously the other departments looking at influencer and organic activity <coughs> does give more information and benefit to those other channels that not necessarily would have been given that um, that kind of value previously. Yeah, and I, th I think it's actually been quite useful for us as an agency because as a social first agency, sometimes it's really difficult to um, convince or, or demonstrate to clients um, the value of social uh, and, and the value of, you know, acquiring new customers through social or, or any of that sort of top of funnel activity because um, it's not, you know, last click attributed to any kind of revenue on their website or anything like that. Um, and, you know, ultimately clients would prefer to put more budget into Google because they think, well, Google is where all the conversions are coming from. But um, I think it's been pretty useful for us because we've seen the benefit of organic, um, you know, all of the organic channels that we're running, we can see the benefit of what they're actually driving in the end. Mm -hmm. um, and GA4 has, has given us the opportunity to be able to demonstrate that much better to clients. So um, yes, bad news for um, Google Ads account managers, but um, I think it actually providing us with more data about, you know, where those customers are coming from as well will inform much better choices when it comes to sort of media planning. But I think it's it's also, you know, painting the additional picture of, you know, we're talking about all the individual touch points that users are having. Now, previous, you know, previous to GA4, if you moved from your, um, you know, looking at something on your mobile over to desktop, back to mobile, like those would all be counted as separate interactions where, within GA4, that user journey is all joined up. So that's where the, you know, the extra benefits and attribution can come as well. And obviously, again, one of the other benefits um, of GA4 as well is the fact that you've got that segmentation between app and web as well, which is something that we've not been able to look at yep. before. Um, so again, it's, it's really aiding to build that holistic view of um, user journeys as they get ever more complicated um from from start to finish yeah and it's super useful as well um you know people moving from mobile to website to app to you know all of the different things that you have as a company um you're not double counting any of that data mm -hmm. you know that's the same user and, and you can actually track what they're doing and you can measure the effectiveness of each one of those channels that are all owned by you yeah. um whereas yeah again previously you would have a firebase account you would have a ua account mm -hmm. you'd have all of these sort of messy customer journeys and um yeah often a lot of the time especially the middle of funnel is often called the messy middle and, and that wasn't made any better by ua so now we've got a bit of a clearer picture so definitely that data is is kind of helping us in that in that regard nice sounds good so we know what the differences are now with attribution models and the way that we're looking at the data i guess in terms of the setup it's a little bit different as well because ua was typically a very easy out of the box package you know once you got set up, once you got your tagging set up, everything that was in the platform itself was very easy to access and you could just kind of hit the ground running. With GA4, you don't quite have that. There's not quite as many out the box scenarios that you can and reports that you can build within the platform itself. But 
it is way more customizable in terms of what you can do and build in. Um, and most of that stuff is around the new kind of way that they're looking at it based off event-based tracking, right? Yes. Yeah. So GA4, um, as, as you said, is, is all event-based, whereas Universal Analytics was all session-based. So, um, you know, obviously users are defined by what events they do. Um, there are a default set of events in um, GA4, which didn't come with Universal Analytics. They're very basic things like scrolling, page views, so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, as a result, you know, we have measurability of that, but in universal analytics, it was quite easy to, you know, plug in all of your goals and your conversions and everything and, and it just work. Whereas J4 requires a little bit more, um, I guess, effort, <laughs> a little bit more dev support. Um, but as you say, if you have that support there um, and if you put that effort in, especially with tagging and things like that, you could have a much more customized view um, of exactly what you want from the platform as opposed to just using what Google is going to give you, um, which is why, um, although it has been difficult to trans, you know, transfer everything <laughs> over, um, it is why it, eventually it will be much better for for us and our clients. Nice. What would you say is your favourite new report that GA4 <laughs> gives you? Hmm, my favourite new report. <laughs> um, I like being able to see the difference between the first user source medium or the first user campaign um, versus the session campaign um, and being able to see that customer journey as well. Um, and, and a lot of that is already built into GA4, which wasn't in UA, so all that, you know, that funnel exploration of how the users drop off throughout campaigns and things like that is actually out of the box solution. It's the only thing that is out of the box in GA4 pretty much, but um, I quite like that. It's very useful. Um, it's especially useful for a yeah. social first agency like us to be able to show you know, where someone's coming from and where they end up converting. Nice. I personally like the exploration tool. I think that's my favorite. <laughs> Which typically before was the custom report builder in, in UA, yeah. but that was a bit clunky and naff. So actually the data exploration tool is pretty good for, for what we kind of need. But you you still can make custom reports. Yeah. Um, and as I've been looking at recently, you can put emojis in them as well. So you, you can, can make GA4 look very pretty, um, which is really good. And they're, and they're great as well, because once you've built your custom reports, you can pin them and save them to your report list as, as default. So when yeah. you go in, if you have ever find, you know, if you're ever finding that you can't find or replicate any of the reports that were in Universal Analytics, you can rebuild them and then pin them to yeah. your reports tab basically so they're really really easily accessible yeah once you've given lewis about a month to work out <laughs> how to do it um then, then everyone else can do it <laughs> great so i guess one of the other things is um you know the way that we're now reporting on um information is different because universal analytics used to process data instantly um but now ga4 because of the longer attribution window we're looking at it with uh, data driven we've got to look at it over a longer period of time because it takes now potentially a couple of days for you know the previous day sales potentially to pull into the platform itself before you can then start looking at the data plus if you're looking at data driven you've then got you know a, a longer window where sales and revenue can be attributed further back so we're definitely kind of opening our window of scope in terms of results that we're looking um, looking at Yes, um, and GA4 is is privacy centric. It's consent centric, um, and and that's how it's being built. Um, and as a result, a lot a lot of people are seeing less um, sort of revenue reported, for example, or, or less you know certain attributes from conversions reported because of those sort of privacy um, things that have been introduced previously on UA. Even if you didn't accept cookies, you could get 
basically sample data through um, through UA for all of your revenue and things like that. Um, whereas on GA4, that's not going to be reported. So very, very small, intricate things like you will get the same amount of transactions, but you won't get the same amount of revenue because that attribute of the transaction, which is how much it was, um, will not be reported if yeah. that user doesn't um, consent. So although GA4 does have things like, for example, tracking that same user across from mobile or app into on, onto the web property, um, it doesn't have things um, or it doesn't have options available to us to be able to see that, which is why we do see a slight reduction in data, um, full stop, I guess, through, through GA4. But you know, despite that, I believe that the machine learning and all of the attribution tools that are in J4 are probably more worth than just having that little bit more ads revenue next to a Google Ads campaign. Definitely. So what can we expect from GA going forward? I guess that's the main thing. You know, everyone's kind of still trying to hold off using it um, within the industry because UA was such a staple tool um, within our day, you know, our day to day roles. Um, I think main one potentially is looking at metrics because we've seen Google introducing metrics back into GA4 that weren't there initially. Things like bounce rate weren't yep. initially in there, but then they've obviously had some <laughs> feedback and say, can we have bounce rate yeah. back in please? And that's added. Um, and I still think there's a couple of gaps, I think, in terms of metrics and dimensions that, you know, that we had access to in GA, uh, GA3, Universal Analytics. So that's, you know, I think, Potentially now we're moving into the the stage where people are being forced into using GA4. I think there potentially might be some more uproar and complaints from people. Yes. Um, you know, wanting more things that were in UA that are just currently not accessible within GA4. Yeah, I think potentially one of the things I would be looking for from Google, um, or if I was Google, I would be looking to implement would be a slight sort of ease of, of setup. Um, it does require a little bit more effort. And I think for, especially for business owners um, who aren't, might not be super techy and, and have just had UA because it's an out of the box sort of solution, um, have struggled a bit mm -hmm. to get everything set up in the way they want it. And I think, um, although yes, there has been Google consultations and things like that, that you can book in, um, it, it's still difficult to get it all done. So I think future of GA4 hopefully looks to be a little bit, uh, or the ease of customization basically, yeah. um, hopefully will improve. Um, but also, um, I yeah, I'd like to see, Obviously, it looks a bit different when you load it up. Um, and I think a lot of people are used to that universal analytics. Yeah. And although they have gotten rid of that, I think there might potentially be some tools to help you pull in a few more widgets and things like that into your dashboards to make them look sure. like what you're looking for. I think from our side of things as well, we're, you know, we've been using it for a while, um, but there's definitely more that we can be doing with it. So certainly over the next few months where we're not going to be using universal analytics anymore and we are moving down that GA4 funnel you know, I think there's definitely going to be a lot more exploration that we as an agency are going to be doing. So I expect at some podcast in the near future, we'll probably have more updates and cool things that we've been able to do with GA4. Um, but we'll uh, we'll leave that for a couple of months time. Thank yeah. you for joining me today, Lewis. And thank you for everyone listening uh, at home uh, or at work or wherever you are. Um, if you've liked our content today, please give us a like, follow, subscribe, and we'll see you guys soon. Thank Thanks you very much.